here for a very interesting edition of our Barley White Classic. This is The Usual Suspects, and this is the lineup. As you can see, it's me, the Brit, Phil Clark, then it's Ken McMullen. Hello. And right next to him, Eric Bramwell. There we go. Brimbleland's Brim. And right next to him, Nick Fate. There he is. So we're all lined up here in front of these fermenters, which is called Hendrix and Cornell. Cornell. Yes. Now we know about Hendrix. Who's Cornell here? Chris Cornell from uh, Soundgarden and Audio Slave. Two of my favorite 90s and kind of early 2000s grunge bands, if you will. Anyway, we're here to taste. Back in January of 2019, we were here doing our Barley Wine Classic. And I'm very glad to say that we had six of us all gathered around the table. Right now, we have four of us. There's two of us who've been jabbed. And two of them, well, I don't know if you've been jabbed or not, but you <laughs> weren't together. Process, <laughs> yeah. we're, 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 <laughs> you've been in the same room anyway, right? So there we go. So um, this time round, it's an experiment. What I have here, and I have to show the camera, is a barley wine in one of these rather cool looking, what are they called? Crowlers? Looks like a thermos. Yeah, right. Yep. They used to call them Now they're growling. And I'd like to thank John Bitterman, who went down in October of last year. Was it October? No. Where are we? Yeah, last year, October of 2021. He went down, stopped by, picked this up for me. So this is quite ancient. So we're going to test out whether or not this thing actually keeps its carbonation and keeps its flavor. So, um, shall I do the honors and open it up? Please do, Bob. All right, this is going to be an interesting occasion. I, I got, oh, and by the way, on the back of this, it says, life without beer is, well, I don't know. Just kidding, I have no idea. <laughs> How whimsical. Right, so hang on, here we go. Oh, there was a little pst from it. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. And there we go. And there is, oh my gosh, I want you guys to smell that. Yeah, it's pretty damn good. Right. Oh, yeah. So we now have these fantastic. You don't have a glass, do you, Nick Scott? I can go get another mix. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with this one anyway. Okay, here we go. Uh, can we say yes? There we go. I'll pour it here. Oh, my goodness gracious me. This happens to look rather delicious. From the initial pour, anyway. So, and what just went. What just went. What, what? Uh, oh, that is our nitrogen generator. That is a perfectly normal sound, thankfully. Good. And there you can see that Nick Scott is going off to get a glass. I'm glad to see this guy. You just changed his name. I'm going to I'm not gonna call him Nick Scott because I thought his name was Scott for some reason. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to pull this one for the camera. Here we go. Look at this. Oh, this is coming out. This must be one of the darkest barley wines that I've had. So yeah, that looks like almost like a brown. Almost uh, like a brown. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Ooh, like so we'll put that down there. Ruby. Mm -hmm. Got a red tint to it. So when Nick gets back, he can. Uh, oh, he's coming back. He's coming. Back. I think you said this already, but just for myself and anyone who might have missed it, how long has this been in the the thermos? It has been in the thermos. We'll give that to Nick over there. Um, 
since at least October, if I remember rightly, it may be earlier, but John Bitterman went down there to pick up a glass or something, and he got this for me. I have to say that with this, this thermos, this crowler, uh, it was uh, barley wine and including the crowler, it was like about 32 bucks, which okay. now I've got this, I can put anything in. And sure. Briggs on the side. Now, so Briggs Brewing do. Company. Do you know anything about Briggs Brewing Company? You, you, I do. Yeah, you do. Uh, I have not been there yet, to my knowledge. They're in the Champagne area, right? Champagne, Nirvana. That's and, um, I, I have had, I think, a couple of their beers here and there, but I haven't been that way just yet. They're like to observe. Their family is farmers, and they grow some of their beers at their own farm. There's a there's a malter somewhere down there that is malting. Wow, well, that's only malting for them. Okay, really interesting. Well, I mean, and it's definitely uh, a way to set your brewery apart, get a unique taste that no one else is, yeah. is going to have. And it's Matt and Darren Briggs, and so far they've done a great beer because they're effervescent. It's truly a wonderful thing. Um, right, aroma on this. Let's go to Eric first. So, um, I gotta say first, it unfortunately did not keep much carbonation in, in the Crowler thermos. Um, oh my goodness. We, don't, we do not have much head to work with, so I feel like a lot of the aroma without any head bringing those aromas up into your nose and your nose and glasses is kind of lost. Yeah. Uh, so let me give this a little swirl. Maybe I can coax something out of it. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> um, I get some dark fruit character, raisin plum kind of notes going on. So maybe some toffee. So with all due apologies to the fine folks down at Riggs, the carbonation, I agree with you, is definitely, now this has shown this to be an important part of a good beer. Now this has become more wine-like, hasn't it? It's got a little bit of a bit of a tart um, yeah. Yeah. angle to it there, a little acidity. It reminds me, like I said, I think I think plum almost to me. Yeah. Uh, well, it's on that pretty good. Yeah, plum a little bit kind of coming through, yeah. and I think the acidity that you're describing, Phil, kind of plays into that, uh, you know, kind of tart aspect of it. Um, yeah. Or that was you, Kevin. Yeah. One of you. Whichever one is. But yeah, the, the plum flavor, I think uh, the acidity definitely plays up on that. But behind the plum, you definitely get some of those traditional uh, barley wine toffee and caramel flavors without it, it being overly sweet, which I like. It's definitely on a, not, not dry, but definitely a drinkable level of sweetness. Yeah. I, I think, um, you know, if this had been... Well, when we were down there, we did have the I had the barley wine anyway. It was delicious. I, I have to say, I think this is mature. So, you get any any oxidation? I get a little bit. I maybe a little bit of that sherry kind of cooking yeah. sherry coming through a little. But again, I mean, I'm sure that's just the nature of it being in a crowler for for that period of time. Could you pass it to me then? Of course. That isn't isn't sealed. You know, like at least like a crowler machine would do it. Yeah, uh, so as you can see, it just had right. a top on it like that, and I tightened it up as much as I could. Sure. But, you know, it's inevitable. Yeah, right. So we do know now that if you want carbonation in your beer, you've got to have it fresh out of one of these containers. It won't stand that long. It's all cold, though. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I, I had, did have it in my fridge, but um, you know, I took it out mm. this morning and brought it over, and it's still cool. So these are great for keeping things cold. <laughs> I think uh, fresh and carbonated, this beer would be absolutely stellar. To me, it's everything I want in a barley wine. Uh, one of my biggest complaints about this style, and I might have even touched on this last year when we did the show together. Uh, and we should say, we did the show together because we brewed Wiki Google. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> is I can't stand when a barley wine gets cloyingly sweet uh, and then it becomes a short to drink. So a beer that that's, you know, is that sweet without a lot of offsetting bitterness at a high ABV like that, they can be difficult to drink when they're not properly balanced. And this is definitely properly balanced. And I think with the carbonation to bring those aromas up a little bit more, this is probably a, an amazing beer straight out of the town. Yeah, it is. Nick? Anything to add? You'll have to speak to your um, I think Eric hit it on the head pretty good there. Yeah, pretty much everything he said is what I, I would agree with him on. So. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Riggs, guys. Um, it was a great experiment. We're not going to repeat it. We've got the flavors, but you know, we just don't have the full experience. You win some, you lose some. All right, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Everybody in. Cheers. <laughs> Shall we begin? to our final barley wine of the fourth annual barley wine classic. We're here at a brewery. <laughs> How unusual. This is the portals and the entryway to the cold room at Church Street Brewing. So why have we come to Church Street Brewing? Well, they don't have a barley wine, but a brewery that they have on tap and that my co-host or should I say host today uh, knows a lot about is the subject of our barley wine the final in our series so without further ado the band is back together again I'm pleased to and I was gonna say pronounce but it's announced isn't it yeah I'm pleased to pronounce we have on the left is sometime co-host Mr. Chuck for and head brewer here at uh, Church Street Brewing hello Chuck Hello, hello, hello. Hey, he's got his signature hello again. And with me, as always, is the co-host who have been through this barley wine fun and games all the way from Hot Vine Brewery, Mr. Ken Mullen. Hey, Ken. Buenos dias, <laughs> And by the way, everybody has to turn side because we're all ponytailed, right? Look at this. Oh, I got one there. Hey, he's got one going on. And uh, look at that. Fantastic. Aren't we hit? So, <laughs> today, the beer, I have to get down and get it, here we go, comes from Caritas Brewing. Now, Caritas Brewing, and I'm gonna show this to you here, look at that, ooh. They are a brewery that is run under the radar. Some of you may know them, and we'll find out a little bit more about them, but I, want, I had to do this one because it's called English Cardinal, and it is a barley wine style ale. Now, I'm going to pass this over to Chuck because he's going to open it. Chuck, 
Would you mind doing the business and then also telling us a little bit about Caritas Brewing? Jason Elk is the owner of Caritas Brewing. He came to us with a request to make a barley wine. Uh-huh. And this is what we ended up with here. Now this, there's also Aaron Lay's version. Um, but this is a pretty straightforward barley wine recipe. So it's got a marisotter and some, uh, basically it's got a little Vienna malt, which isn't necessarily part of the barley wine. So this has Maris Otter in it. What are yeah. you saying that isn't usually in barley it's wine? A little bit of the Okay. <laughs> some biscuits and some other things. Now this is poured out um, quite dark, as you can see. Uh, I would call it a a muddy mahogany. Is that yeah. a good is that a good phrase for it? A muddy mahogany. There we go. So tell us about. Jason, you said, right, from Caritas, because you guys have his beers on tap, and yeah. they're absolutely fantastic. He comes to us with these ideas, uh, and uh, he asked me to come up with something, so I do. He's been pretty successful at Fobab. He's taken a couple silver medals in the last year, or the year before that. Uh, yeah, COVID was, I don't even count that. So, you know, but certainly we've had some success with him, and, uh, this one turned out really well. When we first brewed it, it seemed a little sweet, but it's had a little time to age now. Ah, let me pick you up on that. You said when we first brewed it. So, Caritas brews here at Church Street? Yes. There we go. <laughs> yeah. It's a we because it's a, it's a group effort. It's a group effort, yeah. right. Uh, Ken, what do you know about Caritas? And you've been sipping away on this. All what right. do you reckon, dude? Um, I really only know of Caritas because of Fobat. And then when I looked into them, because um, I was managing one of the one of the areas uh, where they were being poured when they won maybe three years ago. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah. And so I kind of looked into them and found out they were being brewed here. Well, I get those, I get toffee notes. It's, it's almost caramel notes. Yeah. Um, it's got, it's got an assertive bitterness um, that balances with, the, with those sweet caramel notes pretty well. Um, I'd say this is somewhere between an American barley wine and an English, because it, is, it does have quite a bit of viscosity and sweetness, whereas I think the American barley wine is a little thinner body and hop, definitely not so let me read to you, uh, sorry, let me read to you what's on the back, and I had to put my glasses on for that folks, yes. Uh, what's on the back of this wonderful label bottle here, and by the way, this is 10%, but I'm not getting to, I'm getting a little warm, but I'm not really getting that, I'm drinking it, I'm going, wow, this goes down really well, it's very smooth. On the back of it, it says, Caritas is derived from Latin, meaning charity and compassion. And Caritas Brewing was founded to give back by making great beer. 10% of proceeds from each beer is donated to a different charitable mission. And then he goes on to list quite a few. Um, fantastic, I think. His beers are second to none. We're gonna try and get him on the podcast. Jason, come and see us. We wanna to talk to you, bring your beers. <laughs> um, this barley wine, I, now you said you there's a barrel aged version of this, right Chuck? Yes, there is. I don't know. I think you most of his beers you get uh, from their website. 
Now you've got some on tap. Do you know which ones you have? I I, I know one of oh, them. I have to go over and look and see. Yeah. If got some. <laughs> I should have done my research. Um, this is, I think, a fine ending to our barley wine annual classic. But it isn't the end um, because Chuck hasn't been here for all of them. Ken has been here for all of them. So why not finish up with a beer that isn't from Illinois? But is from a brewery. That's me. Sorry. Was that me? Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know whether that picked up, but it was a big hiss. And I thought, wait a minute, what's going on oh, down there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like gas around here. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we'll be back in just a second with a wrap up and see if we can remember, because we've done these recordings over the past March, the whole of March. Here we are coming up at the end of March. We're doing this last one. Uh, I haven't put any of them out yet, but by the time you look at this one, I will have, obviously. Uh, we want to go back and summarize and we'll drink one from Idaho. Yes, I'm going back to Idaho, folks. It's the summary. Now, we've been doing this, as I said, for a, a whole March. Uh, it's our March Madness thing. Uh, Ken, can you remember all of the beers? <laughs> no. Okay, good. Neither can I, but a couple have stood out in our mind, at least, so we're all good there. Now, I'm glad to say that we've got Chuck here, and then we've got a, a summary beer. Now, this is one that was sent to me, well, actually brought down uh, by Mark Nasky, who used to be a co-host on here. He helped get the Idaho beers. And this one is from Clairvoyant Brewing. This is their barley wine. This was canned on the 7th of March. So it's freshly canned. Now, I don't know when they brewed it. So I'm going to crack this open and we'll see what happens. I hope this is not going to froth over. Oh, 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 hello. Whoa, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, I got a little bit. A little bit of frothing. I, I can't really tip it to show you. But we'll be good. So I'm going to pour this out now. While I'm doing this, would you please, Ken, tell me what you think was the barley wine or wines that stood out in your mind? Well, that, those are really the only ones I can remember. <laughs> and Which ones? The, the ones that stand out in my mind. Well, I know. Which ones were they? <laughs> I'm getting there. You interrupted oh, okay. me. You're interrupting. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I'm passing this over to Chuck. The barrel-aged one that, was that we had in Oswego, which was made by Oswego, right? That was, yes. to me, that the balance of that one. That's my boy. That made it tops. And the second one? You remember a second one? I, well, we just finished it. I think the that Caritas is... It's definitely up there with the top, the best of them. And I think that um, I had said to you before that they may have some on tap here. Well, all they've got at the moment is the Caritas Weizenbock. So come down, have a Weizenbock, and then have some Church Street beers. Right, everybody's poured this out. Now this one, I would say, is a very bright mahogany from Clairvoyant. Uh, I like the darkness. It's got a lot of uh, head to it, and that's probably because it's in a can. Some frothy. Chuck, yeah. Come on into the conversation. That's a beautiful looking beer. Look at that. 
And uh, it's just, so this one, it's got a little more hop character than, than the than the Caritas. I can taste it. Oh, you've oh. tasted it already? Okay, I've not passed the aroma. Well, yet. you know, I just sometimes I just jump right into it. Um, yeah. And this has traveled all the way from Idaho in the back of the car, so. And actually, uh, it, it survived was in the back quite of well. A, um, I think it survived quite well. It did, and it survived a car crash as well, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, some, uh, another story for another time, yeah. folks. Um, so, yeah, I, I think this one is looking really good. Before I taste it, I'm going to let you know what I thought mine were in terms of uh, what sticks out in my mind. I really liked Mark Wilson's that uh, that's that's my baby. I think it was. Well, not that's my boy. Well, maybe it was. I can't remember. <laughs> but uh, the barrel age was really good. But if you want to go for one that I kind of like from a brewery who doesn't, uh, you know, they're not fantastically famous, but they always make great beers. And that's Black and Grey Brewing, Old Curmudgeon. And maybe that's because that's what I am, an old curmudgeon. But I thought it was very classic and uh, a very tasty brew. They do fantastic things in a very small system. Um, we've had a lot of really good ones. We started off with a great one, Ken, didn't we? Uh, was that Wicked Googly? When we were over with Brandon at uh, Workforce, we started off with oh. the one that you found from Pale, yeah. which was My Lady of... Um, no, what was it? My Lady of Acceleration? My Blessed Lady of... <laughs> My Blessed Lady of Acceleration. <laughs> yeah, from the Blues Brothers, right? From the Blues Brothers, yeah. Because <laughs> he's in, we found, he was in we found a, a, a lot of new things going on. Um, I think it's interesting, having tasted all these, that just the, the wide range of, like, really everything from Barley Wines. You get... You yeah, get this a, one is a little drier than the previous one. Yeah, that is true, right? It's got some hop character. Um, it's, yeah. it's really clear. Uh, it's super. Yeah. The clarity is is great on this. And this mm -hmm. is from Sean Pletcher at Clairvoyant Brewing. Great job, Sean. We'll be up to see you, man. Yeah. You coming? Yeah, sure. I'll go up there. <laughs> we driving? Sure, we'll, we'll do a drone trip. I don't like flying that much. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you very much indeed. This has been fantastic. You can't see it, but out in the picture is Lisa, who is the uh, owner of Church Street. She's allowed us. Here she is. She's in the background there. Thank you very much indeed, Lisa, for allowing us to finish up our fourth annual classic at your location, especially when we didn't have a Church Street beer. <laughs> Make a barley wine. Actually, you Make had, a barley wine. Actually, you had a Caritas beer that oh, was brewed here. Yes, that's right. I guess it. Yeah. everything but name. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, we're not going to have a very good clink, but we can have a a, a verbal clink, right? Okay. So it's one, two, three, clink, clink. <laughs> and it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. And it's good night from <laughs> her. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, she's over here. Bye, folks. <laughs> we'll see you next time on the Britain Yankee Craft Beer Podcast.